You want some more of this bitch? Welcome to the Three Kings Podcast, where everyday blokes act like kings. I'm just a regular, everyday, normal motherfucker. I told you in the first song, I'll tell you in another. I'm just a regular. Hi, I'm Nick, and sitting across the table from me is Madge. What's happening, Madge? Not too much, mate. Just coming here on a Monday, do a show. On Labor Day. Labor Day. <laughs> Joining us today, Dilly. What's happening? Not a lot, mate. Bloody injured neck. Must have slept vertically on my head, but I've been <laughs> I'm complaining about it pretty hard. So, yeah. But no, other than that, mate, yeah, got the day off. So, yeah. Got a podcast in. Nice recovery after Area 51 last, last week. Oh, yeah, you can say that. I slept most <laughs> of the day, but yeah. I don't remember most of the night. It was, but no, it's actually a really good event. It was good to go to, and it's good to see something like that in Australia. We don't see a lot of that sort of gear here, so it was good. Now, we were meant to have um, Jake on, but unfortunately he got caught up, so we'll try and get him on later on during the week or something. So keep a listen out for that, because we'll have him on talking about the event. What do you think about the racing match? What, the Oz, Oz MX? Well, we can do Oz MX first or the Supercross first. Yeah, we'll go Oz MX, eh? Um, yeah, Ferris got a sniff last last round at winning and he's kind of like Reedy, you know, back in the day when even if he wasn't as fast as everyone else, once he gets a sniff and knows he can win a race, he's pretty unstoppable and that's what Ferris has done. And I've had a few mat- like, I had a few of my mates who are um, like retired racers who said that, like now that Ferris has got a win, he's pretty much going to be unstoppable and run away with it and especially with the likes of um cloudy and webster out he's he don't, won't have it easy but there's two less people he's got to worry about no he almost had a perfect day almost whole shot at all three races and then one or three i think matt moss beat him to the whole shot in the moto one but he whole shot at the other two yeah he um he's killing it bro like for someone who was nearly done with the sport through injuries and Stuff like that and just not being able to get a ride or whatever. He's he's come back and he's, yeah, firing. I did see um, Renee, his missus, put up. Uh, it's been about four years since his last clean sweep. Obviously due to, like you said, injuries and a failed retirement essentially. Because yeah. yeah, he pulled the pin and then out of nowhere he come back. And different bike. Yeah. Different colours, different team, new support. And it seems to be working. It's good to see him come back. Because he's getting on. He's getting older now. Like he's probably one of the older, older ones in the... Yeah, it's pretty series. rare to... It's pretty rare to, um, you know, take a big break from the sport like that, especially at his age, and then come back and win like he is. So, yeah, good on him. Um, talking about, we we did um, a podcast on the first uh, Oz MX racing, and we kind of bagged him out a little bit with the TV coverage. Mm. They've gotten a lot better, like we said, if they keep the same crew on. Like, going from Mackay and now um, Wodonga, the TV coverage is way better compared to the first one. Yeah, we did say that. We said that, you know, they would get better as the year goes on because it's probably a whole new production crew who have never done it before. Yeah. Because it hasn't been, like, nationally te- televised like it is this year. So, you know, there's going to be a few bumps in the road while they learn how to do it. But, it, yeah, it's getting better every week, which is, um, you know, heaps good for the sport. So Yeah, because even, even the commentary is getting way better. Like, yeah. the, the actually following the race leaders and you can actually know what's going on even with the like we said with the drone shots you said you liked them and i wasn't really a fan of it this week they'd the top three because the top three were fairly close to each other yeah they'd come around the corner and they'd do a drone shot and you could see exactly in the picture of the drone the top three racing and yeah. it was actually pretty cool to see that yeah it puts it in cl- good perspective yeah. how actually how close they actually are together so it, it's good that they are 
getting better and better as as we go on. So it'd yeah. be nice to see, like I said, QMP is going to be a hard one because it's such a big track. How how then I manage that? Obviously. Yeah. But they do a good job in Mackay, which is a fairly big track. So yeah, well, QMP will probably be good for TV coverage. But I hope they do something with the fences for all the fans because you can't really see much when you're yeah yeah it's going to be interesting a spectator because that track is in the middle of nowhere. Like essentially, yeah. like there's going to be a little bit on the national train track where you could stand, but the actual yeah, MX what are they doing? Is that what good? they're doing? Combining them well, two? that was the word. Yeah, so they done it for the day in the dirt. Yeah, yeah, and it I was like that. a it was yeah. like a four minute lap or whatever it was, yeah. and then that was the talk again. Whether that actually happens is another thing. But yeah, they combine all three of the tracks. I think for day in the dirt. Yeah, yeah well, I think they're just going to combine the MX two and the um, natural train, so you don't end up yeah. with a three and a half or four minute lap, which is probably what they need because they're yeah a bit small. But I, I, I'm. Yeah, with you there. I don't understand how you're going to spectate that joint, but yeah. they'll, hopefully you, they've got some plan. You think they would have to incorporate the natural terrain because that's the only one that has start gates. Like, where else would yeah, you have a start 100%. straight on any of the yeah, other yeah, trucks? Yeah. So. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen there, whether they shut down MX1 and maybe have grandstands on that track or something. Yeah, has has or like QMP ever had a race before? Like a uh, no, not a big one because the last one was cancelled because yeah. of COVID. Yeah. Whatever it was, 18 months ago. So, it um not a big proper race like this because... It's going to be a good weekend, though. I wouldn't mind getting out to that because it's the um the it's a double header. It's AORC yeah. is yeah. on the yeah. It's like my, my weekend. My car. It's the yeah, same, yeah. Same, yeah, same thing. setup. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. honestly do not know how Todd is doing what he's doing, racing the AORC one day and then or the two days before and then racing the motocross. And he hasn't got off the podium yet. No, he's, no. he's getting points. Yeah. We're, he's we're, like I was saying that eventually he'll burn out, but after this round here. I'm, I think I'm eating my words. He was absolutely killing it. Yeah, this he's, round. he's just getting used to being on the bike that long, and it's just coming easy to him now. It's just like a Sunday ride now for him. No, it's good to see because he's he's the same. He'd be the same age as Ferris. Like, yeah, they're both in their thirties, and they're still yeah mixing it with the younger fellows, which is good to see. But yeah, it's well, even Metcalf, he's looks like he's ready for retirement, living yeah, in a yeah. van by the beach or something. Yeah, and he's absolutely killing it. Like he was fighting for. Top three position, like he was. There's a chance that he could have won if Ferris tucked the front or something. Like they were so close to each other and kind of all three races. So yeah, Matty's had good speed all year. He does that every year. You think he's kind of nearly done, and then he'll he'll swing to two or three races like flat out, and you're like, yeah, he's still got it. But this year he's killing, it. especially being a um, you know self supported kind of deal this year. He's, he's yeah, well, kind of privateer, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He organised like the whole team and all the sponsors, and it was kind of a last minute thing. And yeah, good on him. But it's good to see that he's still enjoying it. Like he looks like he's just loving life racing, pretty much. Yeah, well, if you not, I'm not saying he does it easy, but he's still, you know, he's still a top flight rider. So why not be out there, bro? You, well, the fans, the fans like you. You're still getting good results and having fun. So good on him. Yeah, I think he went down in um, Moto, Moto 2 Race 2. I think he had a crash Yeah. because um, he said the sun was getting in his eyes and he came over the jump and he, and he still managed fourth, bro. Like, yeah. It, was, it wasn't a small crash. It was a fairly decent-sized crash, but he still ended up coming fourth. So good to see that he pretty much would... Unfortunately, OzMX doesn't give you the overalls at the moment, but a third, that, um, a third, fourth, fourth, you think you'd... Get fourth overall or third overall? Yeah, well, no, nah, well, Ferris obviously got first overall with the clean sweep. I think Tanny got second and Toddy got third. third yeah. No, nah, Tanny wouldn't have got second because he finished fifth in round one. Nah, it, he, he did bow, I'm pretty sure. Really? Yeah. Because um, they, um, Moto 2, race one and two, they 
do like our Olympic scoring. Yeah, I know the the way them double headers work is weird. I don't know how it works, yeah. but um, yeah, I'm pretty sure Tanny got sec- or Toddy got second. Yeah, what did, yeah, what and Tanny got third. It was something like that. Them three were on the box, anyways. What do you think about the double header? Oh, I don't know. It's it's like you know a bit more racing and a bit more start, so they you know keeps it a bit interesting, like more 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 freaking gate time, you know. But I like the um, conventional kind of thirty minute motos. But it gives riders a chance to get better results that maybe wouldn't in a 30-minute moto. That's one one way you got to look at it. You know, because not everyone can ride flat out for 30 minutes. Even, like, the top-level lads, some of them will be better suited to these shorter, like, what were they, 15-minute motos. Yeah, that track was pretty pretty rough. Like, it looked looked nice, but going to the end of the day, it looked like it was getting pretty rough. Yeah. Like, I couldn't imagine even doing a 15-minute moto on that and then... A thirty, but yeah, I don't know. I'm still, I'm not sold. Like I would want to see two, two, just two traditional motos. Yeah, like they've they've done them for the last few years, but these they throw them in every now and then. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. usually I'd, do one or two I, a year. I prefer. I'm probably with you guys. I prefer the three minute moto because you see a lot more race craft come out. They, yeah. it's a bit more of a mental game. But at the same time, 30 a thirty minutes. minute moto sometimes gets a bit boring. You know, if you got to run away later and everyone's kind of spread out, yeah, it it, it can't get a little bit boring to watch so these 15 minute motos you know keep it a bit more exciting it was good to see that the gate was kind of three quarters packed still yeah not like it didn't thin down to half half the gate or whatever like it's it's still good to see that there's still quite a few riders in the the mx1 and mx2 class um that's obviously what we want to see long term in in our sport is gates packed and competitive riding all the way through the gate really yeah well we're farm you know, a couple of the top guys out like Cloudy and Webster, you're seeing some guys you'd normally not see in the top 10. So they're having like career best results. So that's a good thing about it as well. You know, it, they, going, going off the coverage, they um they actually did a really good job of showing you the track. Yeah. Bro, you should have seen how deep some of them ruts were and some of them square edges coming well, out. Didn't the they have heaps and heaps of rain? Yeah, and the then day it, before. Yeah, and it stopped. And apparently they were like it was pristine conditions. Yeah. But last four fifty race row, there's not a chance you'd see me on that track. <laughs> I reckon I'd do one lap and I'd be like, if, give it up. If if I got there and the track was like that, I'd do one lap and just pack up my stuff and leave. Like and just like if you look at the lap times. They weren't slowing down compared to race one, compared to race three. You yeah. know what I mean, like the lap times were f- still fairly close, and on the track like that, it's super impressive from them. They reckon um, they're quite impressive how they can hold their speed no matter the condition. Like they always seem to. Obviously, they are professionals. They're, this is what their job is, but it is seriously impressive, even from a racer's perspective, to see how the track deforms and they still hold. They're still doing the same lap times. Like they're not. They don't slow down at all. It's just yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, well, the way it worked is because the last race was fairly late, the sun was almost, like was setting. So I I don't know about you, but when we used to race Reedy Creek and it used to go like you'd do your first race during the day and your second race would be at like twilight and your third race would be at night. They were some of the harder races at twilight because you get the shadows coming yeah. in and also the sun would be on and a the weird... the lights aren't working yeah, and like the, it, yeah. And it's just a weird, weird time of day and... To be going that fast on a motocross track at that speed and still keeping up those times is super impressive, I reckon. Yeah, it's good to see. Um, you're having a um, good time finding the results, eh? Oh, bro. 
That that's something that needs to sort out. Is. I don't know why it's so hard. Like we can find American stuff in a heartbeat, but you just can't seem to get this. Like you can't. Like we can't even find an overall. We don't even know where the overalls are. Like well, you you're doing live TV coverage. Surely there's someone sitting on a computer there that can go. All right, you know, just log the results yeah, in or drag yeah. him across. Like it surely can't be that hard to put the results on on the actual Oz MX um, website or whatever it is. Yeah, they um. Yeah, they need to get someone better on their um, internet site, for, that's for sure. But um, in the 250s, we had a, a new winner. I thought Wilson Todd would pretty much win every race this year, the way he's been riding. Plus, you know, his calibre, he's a, the best guy in the field by far. But we had um, Bailey Malkovich getting overall so and a win in the first race, so pump for him. Yeah, no... Both the Serco boys was were actually doing pretty good in Moto Two before Dobson put her down. Um, did Dobson crash first race too? Did he? Um, yeah. Apparently, he, he, I didn't see. This is the other thing I don't like. They don't show everything that happens. No, no, they don't show the um, first two fifty race on the stand coverage. Yeah, no, you got to watch it on the Pro MX website. Oh, okay. See, yeah. well, see, because so I missed that. But they're talking about it that he apparently he tucked the front, and dislocated his shoulder. Yeah, right. And, yeah, what, and then racing. come back and race in it. In, in Moto2, bro. Yeah, right. He was doing sick until he, um, I'm pretty sure he, he tucked the front and um, went down. He, he's, he was about top four off memory. That is, yeah. he, he was actually doing really well. Like, it, it was pretty crazy in Moto2. You had, like, the top five or six within, like, six seconds of each other for probably about almost half the race. Yeah. And literally, you didn't know who was going to win because everyone was – obviously, Wilson Todd was out the front, but – you didn't really know who was going to win because everyone was just darting back and forth. It was pretty, pretty exciting racing. racing. Yeah, yeah, it was actually really yeah, well, you good look, racing. You look at that um, top three in Moto One in the MX Two, and that's a young ass podium, bro. Like you got Bailey Malkovich, Ryder Kingswood, and Reese Bud. Like they would all be not much older than twenty. Noah Ferguson stood out for me in race two. He was second for a good ten minutes, I reckon. Yeah. Seven to ten minutes, just absolutely killing it. Even He's um, doing even pretty good this year. Like even, it, yeah, yeah. Even past Wilson, Wilson Todd for the lead, <coughs> he kind of hit him by accident. You can see he overshot the corner a bit, but yeah, he he did pretty good to kind of be battling for the lead with not straight up. Like it was probably good five six minutes into the moto, so it wasn't like he was battling straight up and then fell back. But um, I don't know if he got a little bit gassed or he pumped up, but he kind of dropped down. Um, he definitely, um, he definitely is all, like every round's been up there as well. He'd be getting some good points, and probably not over for him. It's only a few rounds to go in there, but there's, yeah, he's been sort of, you know, he's been top seven every every round. So yeah, but like I said, it's it's good that there's a top group of guys battling because it actually makes it exciting for someone yeah. that doesn't really go, oh, I'm following the motocross because you got to if one guy's out there winning and. Absolutely dominating. It's yeah. fairly yeah. boring. Like, no one wants yeah. to watch that. Yeah, the 250s has always been pretty close racing because they're all, you know, young whippersnappers chomping at the bit, bro. But, yeah, I thought Wilson Todd would go undefeated this year, but um, he, I don't know, I'm not quite sure what happened in that first moto, but he got a fourth, which is still a good result. But, yeah, Bailey went 1-3 and got the overall. So, um, yeah, we got a new overall winner. And that's the first time he's won one too, so he would he'd be pumped. Yeah, he he's he's a fairly tall guy. Yeah, like I didn't realize how tall he was until he was standing next to. Uh, I think it was. Yeah, well, both them guys have been over Europe the last few years, so you can you know see that experience paying off when they come back here. 
Larwood was, I thought he was going to get Todd um, pretty much in the last kind of five minutes. He was catching up real quick. Yeah, he does that. When he gets a sniff, he oh, gets right on him, buddy. It was actually pretty exciting to watch because he got up to, I think it was about two seconds. And yeah. then Wilson, Todd just put the hammer put back the hammer down. down. He'd done the same at the first round at wherever they were. Um, one thuggy? Yeah, one thuggy. He, same thing, was coming from pretty far back and tagging onto the back of Wilson and then you thought, you know, he would he would get him, but Wilson just managed the gap. Yeah, it was, like I said, really exciting racing. It's good to see. Like, I would like, can't wait till the kind of the next round. Yeah, and how good did um Ryder Kingsford do in that first moto? He got a second, bro. He's like a, a young kid. He's only tiny. First year in the MX2 as yeah, well. Yeah, he's just out of MX3. Yeah, yeah and he only done one yeah. year in MX3 as well. Yeah, Before yeah. that, he was a junior. So, yeah. Um, yeah, he's killing it, bro. Second in it. Um, Australian national MX2 race. That's that's ridiculous, bro, for just stepping in there. And he was pretty up there in Moto2 too. Like I said, he was one of the, the top six guys that were all fairly close to each other before. Yeah, like what would have he got overall? He would have got probably third or fourth overall. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it's, it was pretty good racing, um, like I said. but I think he got third overall. One six. What was it? Two six. He went two six. Yeah, I think he got third overall from memory. I think it was Bailey, Wilson, Todd, and then him. Yeah. But um, what do you think about, during the coverage, the trackside reporters speaking to the mechanics? Yeah, you know, it's good because you get to see like, the stress that the team's under and what they're going through and stuff like that, but I'm sure the mechanics don't want to fucking talk to them. <laughs> I was just thinking that. Un- was like, unfortunately, yeah. Kate Peck was speaking to Dobson's mechanic, Dunn, yeah. and... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, if you're going to speak to them, wouldn't you make sure that the riders aren't anywhere near the mechanics? Yeah. And you could see Dunn seeing Dobson coming up and he didn't want to be rude and go, oh, I need to get this board out. Yeah, and Dobson it? come flying past, he goes, oh, I should have had that board out there. But anyway, and then kind of just froze during the interview. Yeah. And then just, you, you could see he was flustered. I'm like... Well, you see it in the arm. Um V8 supercars when the reporters go in and be pests in the, to the engineers. in all the garages, you know, and you can see they don't want to talk to them, but it's what keeps the sport alive is all that TV coverage. So they got to, like, you see the engineers and mechanics and stuff in the V8s, like, fucking trying to run yeah. away from the crew, but <laughs> yeah, they just yeah, come yeah, in yeah, and, yeah. and pretty much take over and make them speak. And, you know, it's the same, same in the motocross with the mechanics. Like, I'm sure the mechanics have got more important things to worry about than do a quick interview, but it's growing the sport, so they've got to do it, bro. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I like it. I yeah. like I like how they kind of jim in there because you, you kind of want to know what's going through their head and what, like like he said, oh, Dobson's like putting putting some laps down and like kind of like to know what's going on, but yeah, I can understand why it probably but there's yeah, a chance. At the same time, you don't need a, you don't need a, have that lap board out every single lap they yeah. come past, especially if it's like early in the moto or something, yeah. you know what I yeah. mean? Like, Dobson's a big boy. He can look after himself out there. So half the time I don't even read it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say too. K-Pack did do a better job this this week. Yeah, They're all gonna get better. Like yeah, it's, that's yeah, what I said. It's, it's yeah. like it wouldn't matter who done it when it's on a big big platform like it is this year. Like no one's no one's done it, bro. For Australian motocross on a platform like that, so it yeah. wouldn't matter if you had the bee's knees of commentators in Australia do it. Like it's it's just a learning curve, and she's she's been a. Um, top presenter for a, like a long time, so. Did you watch the Mackay round? Yeah. What was old mate's name? He was super good. The truckside reporter, I forgot his name, but he was he was really good. I reckon 
if, if you put him and Kate together, maybe putting Kate with like the riders and like mechanics or something, and then put him on the track for like track conditions. Yeah, I reckon that'd be sick because she could interview yeah, well, I, riders. I seen it was I think it was the Mackay round. Regan Duffy was there. Yeah, kind of giving a little bit of an insight as well, which was good. Yeah, but yeah. they they should do something like that. Whether it's current riders or riders who have just retired yeah. or yeah. injured, like yeah, even like you injured. know, like Sinead Crawford, like he's yeah. injured now. You could get yeah, him like, on. What, and what yeah. else is he doing? Oh, yeah. Like sitting at home scratching his dick, bro. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, I reckon. Yeah, if you did like left Kate with the the riders and then got someone to talk about track conditions and yeah. fill people in at home, because obviously we all know that. Yeah, you just copy the format they do in the, the in states. others other sports and in the states and stuff. Like you get yeah get current riders in there like as you said like Crawford sitting at home he could have his KDM shirt on or whoever he rides for and be on TV talking and yep. still getting yep. them exposure you know but they they haven't done it yet and I hope they do it yeah well you you know like what it looks like on the camera to the actual track conditions it can be completely different it, like we said at Atlanta Atlanta looked like it was grippy as but if you spoke to all the right like when the riders spoke they said no nah, it's slippery as it's it looks like it's grippy, but then some sections it's gonna slide out on you. Like yeah. it, it'd be good to see, like get some thoughts on what's yeah. actually yeah. happening with the track and bit of an inside thought. Yeah, and line yeah. selection and stuff like that. So that'd be pretty pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So what are we? We're one more round and then we're over halfway. There's only eight rounds, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. It's only yeah. eight rounds. Yeah. It, yeah. It's it's pretty good that there's eight rounds though. Yeah. It's yeah. It's See, we don't, like, in Australia we seem to do more once a month than, like, you know, like, America's yeah. every weekend. Yeah. Like, but we don't seem to... But we do that, apparently, to let the privateers yeah, because um, like, go yeah, to work yeah, and yeah, earn money, you know, yeah. in between. Because there's only, in Australian motocross, bro, there's, there'd be lucky to be 10 people in the whole, whole freaking paddock that are paid. Well, a few of them get paid, but actually get enough to not work. Yeah. It's another thing, you know. Like, a yeah. lot of these fellas are on quite small contracts and... yeah. You still got, like you said, you still got to go to work. So. Yeah. Just getting the schedule up, I think. Is it Maitland next? Yeah, Maitland. Um, the 26th of June. So, yeah, it's, a, it's about, a, about a month away. It's two months, bro. Cause so, all, oh, yeah, because it's the end of June. Yeah, yeah it's end almost of June. two months. Yeah, they always have that kind of six to eight week break in the middle. They've done that for the last few years and it, it's to for the privateers. That's what it always been explained you're as. probably handy as well if you like had a minor injury you could nearly race the next round yeah or even if your like form's off you know what i mean you got you got a month to pick the pace up yeah. which is heaps bro because like as you said in america you race them fucking every weekend like yeah, how yeah, are you yeah. supposed to get better in between yeah, yeah. like you, yeah, you probably only ride once or twice between yeah by the rounds, time you like travel recover from the weekend and get going again you know, yeah. you'd ride wednesday or something just live you'd be your normal again. life yeah you, yeah you can only ride once or twice but it'll be good um it's kind of Two months from Coffs Harbour to the last round of Coolum. Like, it's fairly... Yeah, they, they smashed the last three out, and especially the last two Queensland ones there weekend after each other. So, that'll be good. Do you reckon that's a misprint? Saturday? Coolum on Saturday? Or you reckon they're doing it Saturday? There might be a double header there, is it? At Coolum? Is it two, four, six? Yeah, I think you're all right. Yeah, I think it's it a is Sunday a and a Sunday. Yeah, Sunday, that's Sunday, yeah. that's seven rounds that's, up there. Yeah, so that's what they be. usually do. Yeah, but all right, that'll be the last three. Will be cool. Yeah, I like we'll, to go Cuffs yeah, we'll, Harbour for it. We'll be going to at least the last two for sure. Yeah, because Cuffs not, not that far, is it? Now Cuffs is like three hours from here. Yeah, um, but Coolums, you know, everyone loves going to Coolum end of the year. Everyone's winding down, and 
Coolums are like beautiful spots. It's a big last hurrah, mate. It's yeah. a it's yeah. a dangerous time up there, eh? You yeah. go up there and you go up there for the last nationals and you always end up in the centre of Coolum. It's dangerous. Yeah, yeah but it'll be a, literally the last nationals, won't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. Because yeah. that Coolum's shutting Coolum's down. Coolum's shut, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. yeah Coolum's the, the it's getting moved, yeah. So the developers have taken the land. The developers have owned it for probably five or six years, but they're finally going to build sheds on it. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, because so. anyone who's been there knows it's like at the end of it, an industrial area. And yeah, yeah. I can't believe they've actually lasted as long as they have. Yeah. It's, it's good. It's, it's going to be a shame. It is. I hate that place. I hate sand, just full yeah. stop. But for actually, like for motorcycling Queensland, it is actually one of... Oh, and it's been a, well it's been a highlight of yeah Australian motocross for a long time because yeah. it's always yeah. been the finale and yeah. you see some bullshit racing there and the tracks you know one of the best you know surfaces in Australia because we yeah. don't get much sand and it's not super sandy it's like sandy loam um, everyone kind of loves to ride it the track gets super rough and it's always a great time up there. No, but uh, I, do you know if they've secured another location? I've heard they have, but I've got no. Proof on that. I just, I've just heard through the grapevine that they are moving to somewhere else. But yeah. um, they need because they, well, they put a post out about getting help to move stuff. So, yeah. like, where would you be moving it to if you didn't have anywhere to go? Oh, sort of backyard. Yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> probably. But I need to freaking get the trucks in there and take all the dirt with them, bro. Yeah, take yeah. sand with them. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. well, hopefully it's in the area and it can still be a sand track. Ideally, it would be great. But yeah. Well, there's not many tracks up at Sunny Coast anymore. You know. I'm surprised they're not having uh, MX National at um, MX Farm again. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know why. I'm not sure. That That is a very one-line track. To, yeah, uh, all the riders complain about that place. Yeah. The it's bot, a sick the, track, but it's very like any Anyone that's been there, they split the track into two for, um, you know, weekend warriors like us. But on the national day, they combine the two tracks. And the bottom half of the track, like the natural terrain kind of layout, is pretty good for passing and stuff. But the... Yeah, part with the jumps is gets terrible one line. Like yeah. you, I've been there before and been stuck behind an eighty five, bro, and you can't get. Well, around can't move. Like yeah, I'm ter- I'm terrible times. at riding, and I went up. Me and Andy went up and then played golf afterwards. Natural terrain, he, he blitz past me when it came to a corner because there's obviously multiple ruts, so yeah. he's faster than me. But then when we were riding the like the motocross track because yeah. it's fairly one line he got stuck behind me for like three quarters of a lap <laughs> and i could imagine that he would be fuming yeah in his helmet because it, i am not fast and he'd just be <laughs> cruising like third gear being like hurry up and get the fuck out of my way <laughs> like i'm just fast enough to yeah. for him not to go and around just, me and just never let, never let him win like let it down no. remember that time in mx farm you couldn't pass me <laughs> just for I, the rest I of had his to life. pull over yeah, to yeah, let yeah, you let go. Him, uh, yeah 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 100 yeah well because if you can do all the jumps it's literally almost impossible to pass on unless you yeah, get all, contact all the turns are kind of off camber and they rip it pretty good up there and it they water it so it gets pretty muddy in some of the turns and yeah it usually just forms up with one one sometimes two but usually only one big rut in all them off yeah. camera turns and once and there's a decent no, and once there's a decent rut it's the fastest option and you can't go anywhere else yeah, exactly no. like, so you just everyone feeds into the same lines on some of the turns so it is a yeah. bit one line but no do you reckon they might be doing one there next year if Colin i'm sure doesn't i'm sure they will i'm i'm sure there's a lot of things that goes into it like whether it's worth it for them or yeah. um, do they get anything out of it? Um, maybe it's too much work to hold one. Maybe, you know, it's just not worth it for them. Yeah. But, um, obviously, it was good when they held one there last time because it, you know, was just opening and it got the name out there. And 
MX Farm's pretty much packed every weekend you go there. Oh, it's a good track. Like and, you know, you can camp there and shit, and yeah. it's a good vibe up there. But um, I hope they do Mackay again, because that Mackay track was sick. Yeah, well, I was speaking to um, Stoxy about it, because I've never seen that track no. before. Like, not, yeah. that, not that there's yeah. been much coverage of Gun Australian Valley, motocross, it's an unreal track, that place. Really Stoxy good. said, he's like, that's the best track I've ever rode. He's yeah. like, I rode yeah. there back in, like, 13 or something was the last time they went there. Yeah, that's what I... I the, no, I would have been 2012. The track hasn't changed. Yeah. I was watching the coverage of it, and I would have... 2012 would have been the last time I raced there, and yeah. it was a Queensland title, and the track is still exactly the same. Yeah. But okay. it is... It is, like... It's a quite different material as well, but it's, like... It's just, like, heavy loam, essentially, but it was one of the best tracks I've ever ridden. Yeah, like, a lot of people comment, commented, like... I've seen Townley comment on a... Yeah, um, post that. about the track and he's like about time like Australia's fucking massive bro yeah, and yeah. we ride these little goat tracks yeah, in yeah, but fuck nowhere yeah, yeah. And there's even like, a lot of, like there's a lot of tracks that we never like never get to see like um, my favourite track in Australia is Mareeba yeah. which is obviously an hour north of Cairns out of the way for everyone but it's an Australian title they should just go there but it is like it's like red sand yeah. but it is like oh there's heaps of good tracks bro but like I know a few of them have got stung, like held one national there. Yeah. And it's just not worth it for yeah, them, whether yeah. it, whether they have to pay to hold the event there yeah, to get the yeah. national or they don't there. Get or, yeah. Um, you know, it just – or they don't get nothing back from holding something there. Yeah. That's and, what, and, and up costing the club money to have a national league. Yeah, and then they just get used and abused. Like, that's what happened to a lot of them. Because when Ride Park first opened, we, um, we were going down there a fair bit, me and a few mates, and – we made mates with Rob, who used to own it, and we said, bro, are you going to get a national here? He's like, nah, it's not worth it. He's like, I'd rather just go straight to the top and try and get a destinations there and just build a big bullshit mm. track. Yeah. And if anyone who's ever been to Ride Park, it's the perfect place to put something like that because it's in like a hole. It's in like a big crater. Yeah. And there's literally like, it's in a bowl, so you can sit around the whole thing and you'd be able to watch the whole track. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but I don't know, that... Never come to fruition, but apparently he was trying to get... He sold that, didn't he? Yeah, he was trying to get a MXGP round or a um, Destinations or something there. Yeah. yeah. That'd be cool to see a Destinations come to Australia. It'd yeah, be a long time since we've had one. Yeah, last time. 92. Manjima. Yeah. I think it was 92 and the year I was born. Yeah. 92 or 95 old. or something, yeah. Yeah. But um, <laughs> do you see when they... Um, I'm just ignoring you, Dilly. <laughs> <laughs> do you see when they... Um, did the drone shot of the Mackay, like all the yeah. cane fields and shit. That, that and looked fucking could, pretty cool. That and big mountain and shit. Because as we were saying, they had the, it was a double header. They had the off-road there that same week and you could see all the tracks they were cutting through the cane fields and it yeah. looked unreal. I actually thought that was part of the motocross track, the first <laughs> fly ever. They yeah. reckon the, um, they reckon the off-road series was sick as well. Like I've heard from a few people that raced it. Yeah, they said it was like, Real techie because you'd come in flat out off these grass paddock sugarcane fields and then you're into like jungle, like yeah, fifth yeah, well, gear, like into a tight jungle with stumps and rocks and. Well, I think um, Toddy did a little bit of a live stream or something with his track walk and looked like you're in the Vietnam jungle with the river coming down yeah. and stuff and like is yeah, this was, in Australia? Yeah, like, it seems nice out there. So no, nah, look, definitely good, good venue, Mackay. So. No, hopefully you see more of it. Yeah. Hopefully it keeps going there. Well, let, let's get off um, Australian motocross. Let's go to AMA. There's a few big things to talk about. We got um, Dungey coming out of retirement. The old dog. Yeah, he's almost as old as Nick. Yeah, <laughs> I think he actually <laughs> is the same age as me. And the, look how much he's accomplished. The, the funny me. thing is, he um, 
He's, I think he's the same age as Tomac, so he's been retired for how many years? Three yeah. years or something? Yeah. Feels longer than that, surely. I think it's only three. I don't no, know. No way. Tomac won, won his first hole in 2020. It's 2022 now, so that's oh, yeah, yeah. at least two years. I reckon at least five years. Yeah, right. I looked this up. Um, yeah, but everyone's excited for him to come back. Like, he's a textbook writer, you know, everything the way, like every thing he does on the bike is just near perfect. He's nearly like a normal. Um, I mean, nearly a boring rider to watch sometimes because he's so flawless when he rides and doesn't yeah, make many, many mistakes. mistakes so yeah. He will fit straight back in, bro. We, when got, he, um, we got Jetson wrapped up, East Coast, which is sick. Yeah. A little Aussie boy. And then um, Hunter's gone four from the last five rounds, so keeps knocking Christian Craig somehow. So. Yeah, keeps keeps extending that title. Yeah, well, it's down to, it's down to 18 points now, so... Um, might see some wild takeouts or something from Hunter's perspective to oh, try and you'd have to eh? find some points. Oh, you'd be finding points championship big bonus, but yeah, they're yeah. they're real good mates. I'm sure that won't happen. But Dungey retired in 2017. Yeah, right. Yeah, five years. But um, in saying that, what you said, they're good mates. Hunt, did you hear the, what Hunter said on the podium? Nah. He goes, I could hear Craig behind me the whole time, and he goes, I was hoping Craig would do a dirty pass on me so I could put him on on the ground and get some points. Because yeah. he pretty much, that's what he said. That's pretty much the only way he's going to win. Oh, but 100%. Like, he's doing everything right at the moment. Like, he's won four from the last five, so he's he can't do anything else. He's just, you know, got a bit unlucky that he's had... What, did he have a DNF or he got a Yeah, he, he got hurt at... Um, was it that Detroit round where everyone else was getting hurt? Yeah. Yeah, he got. I'm pretty sure he got hurt in that Detroit round. And because, think yeah, like if... At the end of the week, wasn't it? You know, it took, yeah. it took Hunter a bit to get going, but now that he's got a few wins, he's doing it pretty easy, so... He's good, and even when he's not winning, he's up there. He's still getting good points. So like he's he's doing well. Yeah, so it's a shame that he got off to a bit of a rocky start because that would have been real good to watch them two actually, you know, oh, down to a few points going into the last round. But um, do you see Shimoda would not let Craig pass? He's like, I don't give a fuck if you're the race leader. <laughs> I, I want that third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> I want that podium. <laughs> good, so he should. That's that's how racing should be. Well, it, like, it wasn't like he was dirt, like dirty about and slamming him and stuff, but he just didn't go, oh, it's Craig, I'll let him pass. He's like, nah, fuck yeah, yeah I yeah. want that third. Yeah, like, you get around, yeah. Yeah, if you, want, if you want to get third, you get around me. Yo, anything can happen next week. It's it's a pretty big deal. So They've got East their East-West East shootout, so you got more top-of-the-crop riders. You reckon Jet races that? Yeah, you'd have to, eh? I don't know. You know what, I was thinking there when I, I reckon, watched I reckon he's gone into motocross mode to defend his title. I reckon you won't see him. Or fucking step out to four fifties, bro. That's what like I was thinking. When I round. when I seen he wrapped it up, I was like, "Wouldn't you jump on four fifties just for one round, just because?" But, but they they won't let him hop on the four fifty because yeah, he, he hurt himself. Hurt, in the nationals, yeah. yeah, but if he gets hurt in the two fifties, it's you know that's. No, that's I don't reckon you see him next week. You reckon? I'll do a stinky side bet. <laughs> <laughs> no, they they won't let him not race. I reckon. No, nah, I don't reckon you see him. Maybe um, because I don't know what he's been doing, but I follow him to, on Instagram. He'll have to ride around with that number one plate on, bro. You reckon? I, I reckon you see him. I reckon he, he he's, he's just clocked cutting, off, cutting laps, cut, clocked off, and concentrating on motocross. He's just doing laps. Yeah, I don't know. I hope he's. I you, hope he's there. Because he, he he's obviously. I think he's the fastest guy out there at the moment. East West, both. Yeah, hundred percent he is. Yeah. You you look at Atlanta. He went down twice, and he almost like he what he come third. Yeah, yeah. Mate, if he had another five minutes. Yeah, that's what like, I mean. Oh, like. Right. He was absolutely killing it. Like, do you risk him trying to win the East second East West shootout and hurt himself for motocross? Yeah, just let him go. Yeah, but you yeah. can get hurt training. Yeah, I know. I understand motocross. that. You can get hurt every every 
time you're on the bike. So I don't think he won't ride it. And yeah, they'll want to flex that number one plate, yeah, bro, for sure. Yeah. And you know, he wants that bragging rights of winning the East West shootout. Like, it's a big deal. Like, Hunter won it last time, obviously, because everyone else had a bit of bad luck. But well, I'm sure Jet wants to get one over him. And Craig, w- Craig said he was East pushing and went down. Like, Hunter didn't win it out of. No, no. Yeah. I know that. But yeah, he just not, you know, he not had, had it fall in his lap. But yeah, everything went right for him that yeah. night. But he's still super quick, though. Like, yeah. it's good to see that he's, like, excelling too. Like, it's not all the spotlight's not just on Jet. Yeah. Like, it's good to see that he is winning and That's what I mean, because he, he, brought, he brought Jet up under his name yeah. for the first couple of years of their yep. career. And now Jet's his own man. And not that he's put Hunter in the um, shadows, but, you know, Jet's won two titles now. And yeah. Hunter's, I think this is Hunter's first year of not getting hurt so yeah. far. So, yeah. Um, yeah, if he can just stay on the bike, which was his main goal this year, he, I'm sure he'll have a title before you, but before we know it. It's crazy to see that. I would, I would probably class Hunter the favourite for motocross. But it's crazy to see that Jet's 18 and he's got a, already got a 250, like we were saying before, already got a 250 motocross and a 250 supercross title where you see guys like AC... Faulkner, yeah. even like Sexton, like I don't know if Sexton went out and did it straight up, but just finally see someone actually piece it together and go, obviously it wasn't a perfect year last year, but he won the motocross and then yeah, he's coming oh, back but up. You get, you get people like, um, yeah, let's just take Cincerello and Faulkner, like they were both bullshit child prodigies. Yeah, yeah. And they were destined or pretty much already given the titles, like yeah, they're going to win fucking 40 titles and... Faulkner still hasn't got one, and I don't know what he does after this year, bro. He's at a bit of a career crossroads. It is, it is one of them sports as well, is it? Like you can get, you can get a few bad years in a row, and, and like you it, nearly got to shut your career down. That's you what I mean. mean like you like do three or four bad years, and everyone else has got three or four really good riding years on yeah. you, and then you you can't catch that shit up. Like, that's what I mean. You could, you know, if you have a few shit years, and you miss out on that ride that was pretty much promised to you because you're not getting the results you should be. You keep getting hurt, you just lose momentum, and everyone who you were once beaten, yeah, they're gone. Mate. You know, they overtake you, and yeah, then yeah. they're up to the four fifty class yeah, before yeah. you know it. Yeah. So, um, it's good to see like a prodigy like Jet actually doing what they're supposed, supposed to, be to do. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like there hasn't been someone since like probably Villapoto or something that's yeah, been yeah. so hyped. Yeah, well, we were talking about it before, like just before the podcast that um. Ricky Carmichael was saying he hasn't seen this since Stewart, so yeah. like hasn't seen this sort of talent since Stewart. So it'll be interesting to see what his career does play out to do because I know he's like he's like opened his own donut shop. Yeah, like, oh. he's got a bloody clothing brand. <laughs> yeah. like, he, like he's going about it a good way. Like for eighteen, like everyone knows he loves donuts, but yeah, he opened his own donut shop. Like, yeah, the mo- it's and that's the good thing. It's not about the money for him riding because he's mm. already like he lives off his name already. Like, yeah, yeah, especially. Yeah. The way social media is and that he's got his own merch that sells out in fucking two oh, straight seconds. Straight away, yeah, it's gone. Yeah, yeah, he would he'd be killing it, bro. And he's got two championship bonuses now, so he he would have to be the biggest name in American motocross and supercross at the moment. 100 percent. Yeah, he hasn't he hasn't um there hasn't been a guy like this who's kind of taken this sport by storm since yeah probably Stewart like well, yeah, the, yeah there's been probably better riders in between that have won more titles and stuff like that but just. From what they do and the excitement they bring, yeah, there hasn't been an energy like this since Stuart. Well, you, you like, I was telling Dilly before because I got, um, obviously got, we got a couple of jerseys and we've got some more coming. 
Um, I was looking at trying to get a Jet Lawrence jersey and I was on the, the St. Jude Children's Hospital auction. Yeah. Jet Lawrence jersey is up for auction at the moment and the current bid is 5,800 US. Yeah. So that works out to be roughly about 8,500 Australian. Yeah. $8,500 for even a jersey, the, um, bro. Even yeah. the Tomac ones were only like two grand. Yeah. Like, but then you got Jets and it's friggin' five yeah. grand. Yeah, like he's, like, he's like a... You know, a mini celebrity over there now. Yeah, he's, he's that's what I'm saying. He has to be the like. You got Tomac. I think at Tomac was about four grand, and then you got a number one web jersey, mm. which is pretty impressive to get a number one web jersey. And then I was only selling for like seventeen hundred dollars. Like yeah. it's he's like triple. Yeah, he's the a he's a star, bro. That's what it is. He's just got everything you need. He's young. He's doing. He's winning straight off the bat. He's you know not a bad looking kid. He's got all these chicks following him his social media presence is you know heaps good and he's just doing everything right you can't you can't put a foot wrong I you reckon he made, he's i think he made a big impact when like when he was 17 and he just started racing the how he didn't change who he was yeah like he was the little kid man he yeah. was like he was like hanging out with the crowd and he, yeah. you know i mean he didn't change he's probably it looks like he's got a bit more serious now obviously yeah, but things are and that's, a turn, and that's but the thing he doesn't take it too serious you know like yeah. he doesn't do that um you know, monologue, fucking yeah, yeah. podium speech yeah. that everyone else does. Like, yeah, rode good today, clocked off the laps, had a good night. Cheers, see you. Like, yeah. I, I really enjoy that. They aren't going. Thanks to Honda HRC, um, this, this, and speak five minutes naming all their sponsors. Like, people clock off when they start yeah. naming that. Like, yeah, I think yeah. it's sick. Like, you can see the genuine, like, fun and excitement he's having up yeah. there, you know what I mean? And the crowd gets into it, he interacts. And, yeah, it's, you reckon he's slaying a heap of girls over there? Yeah, I don't know. He's probably does if he he's got he's time. Aim, so yeah. we can talk if he's about got it. time. <laughs> like you think about it, one it'd just be a line up out the door. Yeah. Americans love Australians. Full stop. Yeah. Full stop. And now you got a superstar like him. Like his yeah. Yeah. inbox would be filled to the brim, surely. Yeah, good on him. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got to do it. Eh? We can't. Because <laughs> Hunter's only twenty-two, isn't he? Yeah, he's only a few years old, and yeah. he's already married. Yeah, he's married. Yeah, yeah. yeah. idiot. Yeah, what a loser. <laughs> to, but his message doing, is pretty brother? hot though, isn't she? It's yeah, Tonus's yeah. sister. Really? Yeah, Arnold Tonus's sister. Oh right. Because wasn't she like an accountant or something? I don't know. He like met because you know Hannah done the whole Europe thing yeah. for a few years and um yeah he's she is Arnold Tonus's sister so she's a I think she's a Frenchie and um yeah he's brought her over to yeah, America. Yeah, because I was, I was listening to I think it was um the Daniel Bear podcast that he um, talked about um, his whole journey and everything. Apparently she was making bank when he met her. Like she was the breadwinner. Like he was like when he was over there because obviously what happened with the teams and everything. He, yeah. was, he was poor as and she was making bank. bank yeah, and a lot of the writers, it's a misconception. A lot of the writers are making fucking peanuts, bro. Yeah. And she, yeah, and she had to pay for his dinners and stuff. It was pretty funny. Like I got, I got a little bit of a laugh out of that one. Yeah. What about the 450s? Tomac's fucking wrapped up the title. Perfect gear for him this year. Done it pretty He's been easy. untouchable. Yeah. He's been, you know, he's had a few crashes. It's the sport, but he has genuinely been, every time he's on the wheels, no one's anywhere near him. Like, he's just rode so smart this year. Like, he's doing what he should have done the last five. Like, he, yeah. he's been hands down the fastest rider for the last five or six years. Yeah. Yeah, he should have had he way more to have, um, He seemed to have got out of that. He went through that massive stage of having stupid little crashes. Like, he just washed the front in the corner. Oh, bro, no he reason. would have, like, like, a fucking 50-point lead and then get two DNFs in a row. Yeah, yeah. Like, he used to have... But that seems to have tidied up. I don't know what he's changed there, whether it's bike or what, but it seems to be... 
Way more consistent. It's good. Yeah, it's so good. it's good to see because he's, um, you know, tied, what, like third or fourth in Supercross wins. I think it's but, fourth, yeah. But this is only his second ever title. It's the same as Reedy. Reedy's only got two Supercross titles, but he's got 45 wins. Um, so it just shows you how hard it is to actually win a title. But, you know, Anderson's doing his best and he's won the last three or four in a row. But, yeah, this was just Tomac year. He couldn't do nothing wrong. He rode smart. When he had to, you know, shut it down and settle for a third, he would. Where you he's know, got a pretty quick lap time there. Yeah. Where but, uh, but, uh, <laughs> I, I, I think, um, well, did you hear what he said, that he's been nursing an injury since Atlanta when he almost ate it massive in that heat race? Nah. Did you watch the Atlanta heat race? Oh, I can't remember. Him and Anderson were going. Oh out yeah, yeah, and yeah. He, he almost had a massive yeah, yeah, one. Yeah. Apparently, he, he tweaked his knee in yeah, that, right. and that's why he hasn't been a hundred percent. Yeah, so. well, it's it's a good thing to see, you know. Like usually, when people change teams like that late in their career, um, you know, it doesn't always go this way. So it's good to see. Like we said this earlier in the like after the second round, we said, you know, it's good to see everyone changing and actually doing pretty good on the new teams and they're yeah, all still ev- performing, eh? Everyone, everyone's doing good. Like Anderson, Mookie, um, Tomac, they're all on new teams, bro, and they're all having career best years nearly, you know? Like Anderson's probably won more races this year than he did when he won the title. Yeah, but um, have you seen, like, there's still the race for third between yeah. Marv and Mookie and... But, well, yeah, well, Barsha's probably a little bit out of it now. I Chris. think Mookie was three points behind Barsha, and then Barsha was going pretty good, but he, he crashed. With, like, not many, yeah, not much time um, to go. Moose can, eh? I don't, haven't heard much of him, but he's, oh, he's like, top five every round. He's just... Yeah, well, uh, we were talking about it before the show started. Like, is he... Um, I thought he was retired, like, Supercross only and done. Yeah. But there's been a few rumours that he's going to go on, but he won't... Ride for any other team, I'm pretty sure. So, I don't know what he's going to do. Well, fingers crossed Mookie wraps it up next round because he's four points ahead of Barsha. So, it'd be nice. Yeah, well, it's yeah, he's pretty much just got to either beat him or get one position behind him and yeah, he, he'll two, wrap yeah. it up. Oh, like, I'm sure there's a big bonus for third in the championship. Yeah, but I just want Mookie to get third. Like, that's well, if he can build off this and go into next year. Like, he obviously had a couple of eights. Um, in a row, I think he got two eighths in a row, so that's obviously t- didn't help him. But before that, he was top five pretty much every single time. Yeah, he's got two seconds this year. Like, yeah, overlooked that. Like, that's the best he's ever done. Like, that's a tough field, bro. Like, everyone, everyone's nearly won a title, or they have. They've all won a title, but like, you got Cooper Webb, Tomac, Anderson, um, who have all won a Supercross title, you know? And yeah, but he got those. He got those seconds when everyone was there. It's not yeah. like he's got he's got a second now because you could have Rocks and our Plessinger out, Verandas out. It's not like all their guys were out. All those guys were in when he got his second. So it wasn't like it was a, a thin field when he got his second, which is even more impressive that he's got a second with all oh, those it's guys. Oh, it just goes to show you when, like, someone puts a bit of belief in you, bro, and gives you what he's probably deserved for the last five years is just a solid ride. He's rewarding them and, you know, good on him and good good on um, Husky for, you know, signing him on a two-year contract because, you know, he's rewarding them like they lost Anderson who was a, um, you know, previous title winner and then they lost um, Osborne who was a uh, motocross champion and then they replaced him with Stewart. So he's he's living up to, you know, what them guys have done. But um, 
We were saying, how shit was that track this week? Oh, it was fucking like, yeah, it looked like a Cali practice track at <laughs> four o'clock in an hour, bro. Just, they've just turned it down. They're, they're nearly out. The um, track builders are nearly out for the season. They've just given up. Yeah. They're like, oh, Tomac's going to wrap it up, so we'll wrap it up on this yeah, round. Yeah, we'll give this too. one yeah. up, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the but next round, there's no jumps. It's just flat. Literally, I think this is the first Supercross I've ever watched where it's been that dusty, bro. Like, it was that dusty. You come around the first corner and it was like, like Fort Lyndon days back in the day, bro. Like, yeah, well, he, <laughs> they, um, they had, like, ridiculous wins like the few days before the yeah, race. Zapped all the moisture out of it. Yeah, though. zapped all the moisture. And then something happened and they moved the show a couple of hours forward during the day. So that didn't help either. So you got the sun shining on the track. They didn't really have any time to water it. And, you know, when they put the moisture on it, um, nighttime when the races are usually on it, just, you know, naturally stays in, stays the, in yeah. the dirt. But I don't think anything would have stayed in that dirt, bro. It was... Dusty as. Bro, you should have listened to the crowd in that first heat race that Tomac won. Yeah. They did not stop the whole heat race. They were cheering for him the whole heat race, bro. I'm like, surely that would be distracting ass. <laughs> yeah, well, that was that was another good thing of him um, not winning the title last week because yep. he got to win, um, win it in his home state. And yeah, they said he gave 150 tickets out to friends and family to come and watch. Yeah. He would have to pay for them too. Bro, th- I don't even know 150 people. Yeah. <laughs> if I was winning the championship, I reckon I'd Definitely be Definitely not the ones that would turn up and watch No. <laughs> even if the tickets were free, bro, they'd be like, nah. I'm not coming, fuck that. Yeah. But yeah, no, nah, it, it was insane, bro. Like, even and like, because Anderson said, like, I don't know much about the States, but apparently New Mexico is fairly close. Yeah, they're side by side, bro. Yeah. yeah. So even Anderson got a massive cheer, like, because they grew up racing each other. Yeah. Um. Back in the day, which is kind of pretty cool if you think about it. you racing some when you're in 8, 9, 10 kind of thing and now you guys are in your late 20s yeah, and that still happen- racing. that happens a lot, bro, because, you know, you bring each other up and then they just happen to both make it and they're still battling, you it, know, 20 it's cool years though. later. Yeah, fucking hope it's cool. I think it's sick because you, you see how many people drop out of the sport. Yeah, and the way they've rode this year has been, like, super respectful and tidy, you know. Like, obviously Anderson's done a few takeouts, but not on Tomac. And, um, but like we said, though, it's not really it. Anderson's just wants to make the move quick and and whenever quick and hasty, whenever yeah. he's has made a pass, it was a bit iffy. Like he's going for the fucking lead. So yeah, like no I said, problem. I got I got no issue with it. But yeah, they them two have been racing ridiculous this year. And Anderson's you know even when he's been a tiny bit slower than Tomac and Tomac passes him, Anderson just zips straight back up the inside yeah. and then picks up the pace. But like I haven't seen that in years. Yeah, no it. it it actually has been really good racing until probably last round, last two rounds. Anderson's kind of just checked out and won it. Like it was Sexton does what Sexton does, and he keeps having these freaking weird crashes. Yeah. Um. As I say every week, he he's probably the best rider out there. Yeah. Like speed and um, just his technique, how he rides, but fuck, he has some weird crashes. Yeah, <laughs> loves laying down. Like, man. even that crash he had, like, yeah. he, he just, like, hit that little rut wall and got stood up, which is fine, but then he fucking hits that big tough block thing and, like, <laughs> falls into the mechanic area. Yeah, that was pretty funny, though. Every crash he has is, like, a weird crash, but it's never just, like, tucked the front and get up. It's, like, gets thrown 50 metres off his bike <laughs> or fucking buckles the front wheel or does yeah. that. Like, I don't understand... Like, why they got that. Like, it's such a dangerous 
little section of the track. Like, I've seen it multiple times this year where they got that little bit of an edge to try and stop them sliding into the mechanics, which makes sense. But you think they'd almost make it like a single where you jump? Like, it's so weird that you got oh, a well, hub it was on down the, the straight. Yeah, but it was you got to put it there. Otherwise, yeah, where do they? They won't stop going wider and wider. Yeah, I know. It's just it's just weird that they've only started doing it the last kind of year this year. I didn't I don't re- remember seeing stuff like that last year. Yeah, well, yeah, Webb's had a pretty dismal year this year too. If you look at his results, he hasn't got a win this year. That's the first in a while. He is nursing an injury though. Yeah, and there's like Sexton landed on him, bro. Like I'm surprised he's still riding. Yeah, and there's talk that um he's sitting out motocross as well. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. He's not. Oh, it's not like he's a bad motocross rider, but he's a better supercross rider than he is a motocross rider. So, yeah. you know, obviously if he's hurt or he's just mentally... Mentally damaged. You know, worn out, yeah. I'm sure KDM will have no problem giving him the motocross off because, as we said, they got Dungey coming back, riding under the tent. they got Crowley coming over to do the first few rounds and there's talk... Hurlings is still trying to finalise something to... um race the series over here because obviously he's missed out and the first nearly half of the um, GPs over there. So there's no point him riding over there or because he can't win a title. But he's still nursing a little bit of an injury apparently. But I've been hearing that, yeah, he's in final talkings to come to the AMA. He's just trying to, you know, get everything he wants and it just hasn't happened yet. Before we get into the motocross chat, did you see... um, uh, Malcolm and Tomac got a fine last week. Yeah, for pissing or something. Didn't yeah, you? so Tomac, because I think that, um, the AMA, if you come top seven, you have to go to the media area, mm. and Tomac just rode straight off the track, which is understandable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got a $1,000 fine for that. And then one of Malcolm's team members or something was didn't they like pissed on the track instead of in a portaloo and something, and got like a $1,500 fine for pissing on the track. Yeah, they do that in Australia, mate, across <laughs> too. Um, they do that in Australian motocross too because, you know, um, anyone that's raced motos, you get a bit nervous before the start. So a lot of – you'll see a lot of the riders, they have <coughs> they have a portaloo now at, the, but, start at the start gate because, yeah, everyone's like, fuck, I need to do a piss on there. Yeah, which is understandable. But, yeah, I remember Starks, he just done a piss beside one of the trees near the start line and he got fined like 100 bucks or something. <laughs> but it goes to – they donate it to like that um, race safe or whatever. Yeah, so. yeah. Goes to a good course, but yeah, Chevy, they, they Chevy do. Mortimer's fund. Yeah, they do. They do the same over <laughs> here. Is that who they donated to? Yeah, <laughs> but um, you reckon Star Yamaha's got like a thousand riders. Mm. Who do you reckon is doing the motocross for him? Obviously, Tomac and um, Ferrandis. Ferrandis in four fifty. Do you reckon they put Craig into four fifty? You reckon they have a four-man team 450 and, like, a four-man team 250? I, I heard that he could be switching to Husky, like, straight away. Yeah. Because there was talk of Anstey going to Cato, but obviously, you know, with Dungy, Caroli, and maybe Hurling's coming there, there's no room for him. So he's signed with and then there was And then there was talk of him going to Husky, but then that fell through. And then, yeah, now because um, Cincerello's going to be out all year, there's a spare bike there. Yeah. And Anstey's a really, really good, good motocross rider. 100%, bro. Like I'd he, love he, to see He him was that. getting – he got a few top fives last year yeah. on that shitty Suzuki, bro. Yeah. But um, we, want, I should, we should probably talk about that with the, the Butler's racing team not paying people. 
Yeah, well, now they're all only officially coming out. Like, Anstey came out ages ago because obviously he's trying to sort his, like, you know, his yeah. life out and he's freaking, like, get paid. So he came out straight away saying, yeah, I'm looking for a ride. Yeah. Where McElrath didn't say nothing. Who yeah, else? has been released. Who else rides on there? Savachi. Yeah. Um, they both hadn't really made any comments, but um, McElrath just put out like a couple of days ago that he's officially been released from his contract, so he's looking for a ride for motocross. Yeah. Um, but there's a few rides out there at the moment because a lot of people are injured. A lot of the teams have a, at least one rider out. Um, I don't know what. Roxon's doing is Roxon coming back for the they, motocross? They reckon he's coming back for the motocross. But I want to kind of stick on that subject. Surely the AMA would have powers involving the team going, hey, there's been allegations that you haven't. Like, that's why Baggett hasn't been riding because Baggett's suing yeah. him. Baggett's still suing them for not paying him. Like, yeah. surely the AMA should How go. How do they do that? That's what my, my whole point. If there's been allegations that haven't been paid and there's a court case, surely the AMA should step in and be like, hey, there's been allegations. We need to sort this out because. If, if the allegations are true, you you got three riders now that are potentially not even getting paid either. And not even the riders. It's the mechanics. Yeah. Everyone involved in that team has been dotted, apparently. But there's been rumours around that team. For ages. For years. But, you know, as I said, everyone's got a false perspective on these riders are all making bank, but they're not. And they're all desperate for a ride. So it, it is a good team, like, you know, hardware-wise and bike-wise. Like, they've got all the good shit. That's because they're not paying their riders so that yeah. they can afford to fucking get all the good but, shit. But, you know, they're all desperate for a ride, bro. So, yeah. you know, even if they get told, like, hey, we can sign you on for this much, but you're going to get paid monthly or yeah, yeah. two monthly or yeah, but whatever. It, but as long as the riders and the team are into agreement, it doesn't matter. Like, I can say, if I said to you, hey, I'll give you pretty much a factory bike yeah. to ride, but I'm only paying you... $5,000 a month. Yeah. That's for the rider to go, well, no, I'm not riding for $5,000 a month. Yeah. Or the riders go, yeah, I'll do it. So it doesn't matter how much the money is. The point is that if the... No, but that's what I mean. These these riders are so desperate just to be out there. Yeah, no, but... To, it, you know, show their speed. Yeah, try and, try and get, get a ride. Yeah, yeah, get something else. And even if they're not getting paid, like, what are they just going to... Unless you're someone like Baggett, who's obviously a little bit more comfortable, you know, financially, he can... Just step back, but a lot of these riders are probably living week to week, bro. So they've got to be out there, or if they're not getting paid, they're trying to showcase themselves for the next team that's going to pick well, them up. Well, because the really the only thing they'll get paid is from the AMA for making the night show and stuff. That's if if the team's not paying them. That's yeah, the and KDM himself will give give um them bonuses. You know, if they get on yeah, the exactly. Or something. And obviously their their own personal sponsors. But yeah, I was reading an article that all all pretty much. All the parts and everything have been returned to suppliers. Like that team's pretty much. Oh yeah, it's done. Done. It's done. Yeah. Like dusted. Like which is kind of sad though because that's three fairly good riders out of a job. Like yeah, and there's not many teams going. Oh yeah, we can take him. Like well, as I said, it's probably one of the best. Not that there's ever a good time for this to happen, but it's probably one of the best years for it to happen because of all these people that are injured. Like yeah, there's three riders. I think Savachi's still hurt, so yeah. there's two riders who are looking for a ride well, and there's there's opportunities out there and everyone's obviously going to have a soft spot for them because, you know, their life's pretty much just got taken out from underneath yeah, them. Yeah. So I'm sure if the teams that probably normally wouldn't put them on... Might put them on, ...will yeah. put them on just for the sake of... Yeah. And if there's someone injured, there. there's still someone on your bike. Essentially, oh, someone's still Anst riding Anstey's it. going to factory Cowie for the motocross. Um, like, that's 90% of 
certain. But he will get easy top fives. Oh. Yeah. You know Can, what I mean? Bro, if he's getting top fives on a Suzuki, imagine what yeah. he's going to do on a factory Kawasaki. Yeah, exactly. So. And being being teammates with Anderson, like Anderson's no slouch on um, in outdoors either. So, like, he's only going to get better, yeah, which well, will be pretty cool. Yeah, well, as I, as I was saying before, I heard Christian Craig was going to Husky pretty much immediately. But So you reckon he'll be riding Husky in the outdoors? That's what I heard, but I don't know if that was wrong. But yeah, um, Husky four hundred and fifty because there's a ride there. Or if you're a Star Yamaha, and you weren't signing Craig into the four fifties. You'd think you'd release him to go over to Husky to give one of your other younger riders a chance on two fifties. You give them yeah, a well, lead spot. I'm not sure what the go is like. Was he only signed for the Supercross or what? I don't know. You think? Well, he's pretty decent in outdoors. Like you think, unless he. Said a supercross only. Yeah, I don't know, but but he will be same thing. He will be pretty financially se- secure for a bit after winning a championship. It's a big bonus. Or if he wins it, yeah. Ooh, oh shit! <laughs> I hope he wins it. Like as much as I love he deserves Hunter, it. as much as I love Hunter, he's only twenty two. Craig's on his. He's I know that's what Craig's I mean. Got two more years in him. It just shows. Done, it just yeah. shows what perseverance does, bro. He's been. Yeah. He's like he's. Nearly my age. He's like 32 or something, isn't yeah. he? 30 yeah. or something. Like, so he's the same age as Tomo. Yeah. And he's, you know, only just winning his first title in the 250 class. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Like, I, I hope... I got, I'll feel bad if Craig doesn't win it. Like, yeah. I think I think he, he's got this year, 250s, two years in the 450s, and he's done. He's getting on. There's only so long he can stay at that. Yeah. Before yeah. it becomes physically, like... So much harder as an older person to stay fit. It's just yeah, and stay motivated as well. Well, not, yeah, like you said, stay motivated. Like, there's only so, so much you can ride. Like, he's got a fairly young family. Like, there's only so much you can do. Like, especially in the states, it's such a big year if you do. Yeah, and you want to, you know, you want to walk away from the sport uninjured too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the more you ride, the older you get, the more chance you have of like seriously hurting yourself. So yeah, hopefully he um will wrap this. Supercross championship up and yeah. yeah, see what he can do in the motocross, whether it's in the two fifty class or the four fifty class. Who who's your take on four fifties for winning the motocross? We were talking about this before. Yeah, it's it'll be the top two. Obviously you can't go past Tomac and Anderson. Anderson's a bit hit and miss with motocross, but he always seems to come out swinging at the start of the year. He has every year, but he kind of fades during the mid mid to end of the year, every every year in the motocross. But um, Sexton's going to be super fast if he can stay on the bike. We don't know what Mookie can do because yeah, he's never, never done it. Yeah, never race motocross. Barsha, same thing. He can he could win a race, and then you got you know you got the wild cards like who knows what Dungey's going to do. Do you do you think Dungey because it's they've come out and said Dungey and Caroli are doing the first two rounds. Yeah. Do you think uh, is that from KCM's stance or is that from? Dungey and Caroli going, hey, I don't want to do two rounds. Or they go, oh, we'll contract you for two rounds and we'll see how you go. Like, Yeah, well, I think it's a bit of both. Like, you know, obviously Dungey's not going to come back, commit to all the rounds if he, you know, the first yeah. first two he's fucking not even getting top tens. He's, yeah. he's not going to. Yeah, not going to race the whole round. He's not going to yeah. race the whole thing because he's obviously going to know he's way off the pace and it's a waste of everyone's time and effort and money if, he just, if he's doing that. So he obviously... He's serious about this, but he, he's said that he's committed to two or three and he's going to see after that. So my contact in the States that I get my jerseys from mm. is a mechanic from one of the riders. Yeah. He said Dungey's pace is on point with 
with yeah, them. Yeah, the pace never changes, bro. He, his pace is on point, but if he will be able to last the whole moto. Yeah. Yeah. He said that. that which that, is that, always which is always what dies. Like. Yeah, well, he said his fitness is there, but like we said, he hasn't done a, a proper race since 2017. Yeah. Like, he hasn't done a full national. And like, motocross is fucking hard, bro. Like, 30, 30-something minute motos yeah. in yeah, the Yeah, and two of them. Yeah. Yeah, so if he's... Uh, then again, he he was known for his fitness. Like he, everyone knew him that he was gonna be there till. So it'd be interesting to see, like, because he still does those massive bike rides, bro. Like the yeah, well cycle it's, events. It's gonna be. A, I'm actually super excited for oh, the motocross. I can't motocross wait till the first series. Obviously, this supercross series, like in the 450s, Tomax pretty much ran away with it all year, especially from the halfway point. Yeah. Um. You know, Anderson's kept it exciting, getting a heap of wins. But this AMA motocross, bro. Like you got, yeah. The battle of them two in the motocross, like Tomac and Anderson. Then you got Sexton, who's a you know up and comer, who's I reckon could win a title any year now. Yeah. And then yeah, you got Dungey, Corolli, maybe Hurlings. Like it's gonna be fucking sick. You reckon if they if they're all fit, KDM, like I would take Hurlings, Corolli, and Dungey do really well the first two rounds and stay fit. You reckon KDM goes? Do you want to do the rest of the? Well, that, they're, they're, they're their only riders, apparently, because Webbs are supposed to be sitting it out. Yeah, and then obviously and they've got passengers to have, out. They've got to have bikes out there, and yeah. I don't think Moose Can's doing the motocross. Um, but um, Boland's doing the motocross, isn't he, in the C-50s, Placadium? Um, yeah, well, there was talk of Anstey riding the 250 um, KDM bike, but yeah. he said he didn't want to. Yeah, he's but, pretty big. They, guys, they offered he? it to him, yeah. And there was someone else they offered the, that 250 ride to as well. It might have been Moosecan. They told him, would you go? <laughs> no, I'm serious. <laughs> I'm but serious. How's Moosecan in his um, interviews? When he gets the podium, oh, mate. Oh, He, like, tells you, like, friggin' had a steak on Wednesday. And, yeah. like, but that's, he's, like, goes dude, that's the same as Ferrandez, bro. Oh, They're right. both, both the Frenchies. Yeah, it's love talking. So they finally get the mic in front of their face. <laughs> and they're like, "Let's go!" <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 I heard that them two both got offered that KDM two fifty ride. But what Volan? Volan not doing? Oh, it. maybe you just have two bikes out there. I don't understand why KDM doesn't have two bikes out there. Well, that um, KDM two fifty ride has always been cursed. Always. Oh, really? Like they got. Tommy Searle over years ago. Oh, I do remember that. Um, he was, you know, the next big thing and he was he got hurt. Then Ferris come over yeah. um, on factory KDM. Didn't want to do Supercross, but they're like, just do it, bro. Um, we don't care what you get, but we just need the bike out there. And, yeah, we're yeah. putting all our chips on you for motocross. Then he got hurt in Supercross. Well, pretty much what happens to Volan, bro. Yeah, and then Volan, same thing. Volan... Doesn't want to do supercross. Nearly won the first round last year and like on his debut yeah. in the motocross and then now he's hurt coming in injured. And yeah. So it's just he's a bit bringing, of a... You're coming in soft and essentially you're not... Yeah. It's just a bit of a... Thing. Every time they have a factory 250 in that KDM, it always is a little bit cursed. Yeah, but there's a lot of 250 riders though. They'll be like... I'm excited for motocross just because it's going to have east and west yeah. in there. Like, obviously, they're going to have a full round. Well, if you look back on the history on that ride, too, they always pick internationals. Always. Yeah. Like, yeah, you got your Tommy Sell, your Dean Ferris's, your Roxons, your Moose Cans, your yeah. um, Max Volan. Like, they're all internationals, bro. Yeah. None of them are Americans. But, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens in motocross for 250s and 450s. Yeah. Like, Jet will be obviously coming steaming off – 
his motocross and supercross victory to try and back it up. Yeah. Then you got a healthy Faulkner, like Faulkner's shown in the last. Yeah, Faulkner's not um, a super great motocross rider. Yeah, I know, but he's, at least he's healthy. Like he showed his speed. At, oh at yeah, Atlanta. he's, like, he's always I mean? been one of the fastest. But yeah, Supercross is his, you know, forte. And um, then you got Levi Kitchen, which is he apparently he's a monster at motocross. Yeah, so it'd be sick to try and see some of these riders that haven't done that well in the Supercross. And build a name for himself. Yeah, in the motocross. Yeah, yeah. the two fifty class always kind of does that. There's always one or two riders who kind of c- come out of the woodwork and yeah. have a breakout yeah. ride in the motocross. It's always yeah one of the young guys. And then you might even have like I don't know if Cooper Cooper or Nichols is coming back. Then you could J Mart. I don't know if he's coming back. Like there's yeah. still heaps of people that are out that could possibly be right. Come back for the motocross and right. yeah. like there's that much. Gate, yeah. Maybe maybe Christian Craig <laughs> is going to stay on that 250 for the motocross because they got fucking all no the other riders out, especially their favourites like Martin and Cooper. Yeah, and even Nichols. Nichols isn't bad at motocross. Yeah, but they're two they're two big dogs. I don't, I don't see um, Nichols coming back for the motocross. That was a pretty big burn, bro. Yeah, he will. He'll be out all, all year, bro. And I think I think same with Cooper. That was a pretty bad break in yeah. the white because it went horizontal yeah. across his foot, yeah. which I think is fairly. But he hard sat to out. Heal. He sat out. Supercross to be good for motocross because same thing. He's better. Wants he, that yeah. motocross to idle. Yeah. Well, hopefully, you do see Martin and Cooper come back. I don't think you see. No, well, as I said, I reckon Hunter's the favourite breaker to take this motocross title. You definitely got the riding style for it. He's more like... Well, he grew up in Europe. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. Like obviously, Jet won last year, and that's like a bullshit result. But that, 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 that's what when Hunter was going through that, that food allergy thing that he had. Yeah, but I just, I don't know, I just he feel like... tap water or something, yours. I just feel like <laughs> Hunter, Hunter will be more consistent. <laughs> he's like, you reckon he's um, like Roxon? Like, seriously, man, like what... Uh, I do not understand Roxton. He's like, I really like him, but seriously, man, like if your body can't cope with it, just give it up. Give it up, man. Like, but he, you know, he's probably because I don't drink enough beer, man. Like, well, I'm not allergic to anything. I don't drink that much beer. <laughs> you come in with the sore neck today. Hey, yeah, but I'm not. I'm not <laughs> allergic to anything. You got a bung knee and a sore neck. <laughs> sore, sore neck from the 63 beers I had last night. <laughs> Too much tipping the head back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. No, that's right. No, it should well, be good. Yeah, it should be good to see what happens with the rounds. And I'm keen. Keen. That's right. Well, we'll hopefully try and get Jake on. Yeah, later have a chat to the him. Week. Have a good chat about that area 51. It's definitely a big movement. There's nothing like that here, and I hope I hope it gets massive. It was, well, it was an awesome massive. event. But, like, but in saying that quickly before we wrap up, that um the video of him landing on D Wilson pretty yeah. much went around the world, bro. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, Brian D. Yeah. yeah, Brian D. Yeah. Reposted. Do you yeah. see all the um. Weekend Warriors commented on it. No. Uh, why are you rolling a jump, man? You should stay to the left. Like you shouldn't be rolling. You shouldn't be rolling the track if you're rolling it. I'm like, very calm. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's an. They wouldn't even jump it. No. But yeah, it is unlucky. Like you know, you've got to be riding that position to get landed on. But it's one of them things. Once you've left the ramp, you can't really do a lot in the air. You're not. You just yeah. And it's. Yeah, everyone was yelling at D, but when you got a gear on and you're on your bike, you don't hear anything, man. Like, I don't know. It's just It's very unfortunate, but Yeah, they're both right. They're both um D got some good injuries, got a broken arm and a dislocated wrist. Yeah. Um I'm pretty sure Master's done his AC joint, which is yeah, where your collarbone joins your shoulder. I was but, speaking um, to him earlier, he said he was looking at getting surgery done on it. So yeah. that's obviously But they're not they're they're all right. You know, it was just the biggest thing. They walked away and yeah. 
got a couple of green whistles and went to the ambo. So, but in saying that, like, it don't like putting the blame on, but man, it's a jam session. Everyone's jumping these jumps and throwing massive whips. Like, why are you rolling a jump? Yeah, when everyone's yeah. jumping. It's yeah. not like people are rolling it and other people are jumping. Everyone was jumping the jumps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them things, man. I don't know. Like, you know, it's yeah. It, that is that is one of the most unlucky things. Like, yeah, like because. You just don't think of that sort of gear, you know. Like D's probably like, oh, like because it was raining on and off. He's probably like, I got to roll it on. He was yeah. probably done, you know. He might have been going back. He's just rolled over and yeah, yeah no. that's what happens. But it's no. part of the sport and we'll speak you play. Um, what was I saying up there? Play dumb games, get dumb rewards. Yeah, that's pretty much what <laughs> happens. So, but, but yeah. yeah, we'll hopefully have him on later on in the week. Yeah, have we'll a chat to him and see what he, good. his thoughts are on and everything. Yep. So, all right, sweet. Wrap it up. Thanks, boys. See you later. Talk to you soon. Just a regular, everyday, normal motherfucker. I told you in the first